you can visit the future birthplace of Star Trek's Captain Kirk in Riverside, Iowa. This is Simple Joe for Wednesday, December 22nd, 2021. I always like the Captain Kirk character. Uh, I always liked uh, William Shatner as the overacting Captain Kirk. I thought it was fantastic. I really love those old Star Treks. Uh, I like the new Star Trek movies, and as Captain as uh, Captain Kirk is portrayed by, mm. yep, can't remember his name. Anyway, I love Captain Kirk. I love the I love Star I love the Star Trek series. I really do. Good stuff. Well, hello, my friend. I'm Simple Joe. I am so glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad we are here together. There are 24 days left until I reach one year of podcasting every single day, coming down that home stretch till I reach one year. That'll be a pretty eventful day for me. I don't think I've done anything for this long consistently every single day other than breathe, eat, and sleep, right? Today, we're going to hear the weather in Sydney, Australia. We're going to see 80,000 bees and read a a story about 80,000 bees in a wall and much, much more. So for my friends in or near Sydney, Australia, you're going to see a high of 24 degrees Celsius and a low of 19 with cloudy skies, 24, that's uh, in the what, mid seventies, something like that. You got cloudy skies though. Got thunderstorms coming tomorrow, Thursday, 23 and 19 for the high and low. And thunderstorms and rain, 23 on Friday, 23 and 19 on Friday. So today, Wednesday, 24 and 19 with cloudy skies. Tomorrow, Thursday, 23 and 19. Excuse me. Today, 24 and 19, cloudy skies. Thursday, tomorrow, 23 and 19 with rain and thunderstorms. And Friday, 23 and 19 with rain and thunderstorms. Yeah, kind of dreary weather there for you, Sydney, Australia. That's all right. You'll make it through. It's uh, beautiful there. It's, uh, I guess it's summertime there, right? 76 degrees or so. Thank you so much for listening, Sydney, Australia. I certainly appreciate you, and I am so grateful that you are there. Here in Cincinnati, Ohio, it's a bit chillier. Full on sunshine today, Wednesday, 35 and 21 for the high and low. Tomorrow, Thursday, partly sunny skies, 48 and 42. And Friday, we got some rain, 56 and 52. So how about that for Christmas weather? 56 degrees and rain. So sunny, partly sunny, and rain over the next three days, but 35, 48, and 56, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, respectively. Today in 1948, baseball great Steve Garvey was born, uh, LA Dodgers, San Diego Padres, a fantastic, fantastic baseball player. I remember seeing Steve Garvey. Uh, I think he was playing for the Padres at the time when Pete Rose hit his uh, 41-92 hit. And I remember watching Steve shake Pete's hand. That was pretty cool. In 1949, Maurice Gibb was born. That means in 1949, Robin Gibb was born. Robin Gibb from um, the Bee Gees. And I didn't know until today that they were twins. I had no idea. I had no idea that Robin and Maurice Gibb were twins from the Bee Gees. Uh, Maurice Gibb died in 2003 and Robin Gibb died in 2012. But they were both born today in 1949. Kind of the um, symbol of disco music. From back in the day, right? From back in the 70s. In 1957, Su- Susan Powder was born today. Do you remember Susan Powder? She was the Stop, Stop the Insanity weight loss, weight program, fitness person. 
She also did the Susan Fowler show. I don't know what she's up to now, but she was born today in 1957. 1962, great actor Ralph Finney's was born. Uh, Schindler's List, The English Patient, a bunch of other stuff. And in 1970, Senator Ted Cruz from Texas was born today. He was born in uh, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Today is National Cookie Exchange Day. Wasn't na- wasn't yesterday National Cookie Day? There's some, some actually a couple of familiar days here as I look at this. National Cookie Exchange Day is today. Today is the day that you put your cookies in a box or in a bag or whatever you after you're done making them and you exchange them with your friends, neighbors, and relatives. Right? <laughs> National Cookie Exchange Day. Today is National Short Person Day. Now, wasn't yesterday National Short Girl Day or National Short Woman Day? And so today is just National Short Person Day. Okay. And today is Forefathers Day. That's when we uh, celebrate the pilgrims landing on the shores of, of North America, right? The Today is Forefathers Day. And today is also Mathematics Day. Are you, are you good at mathematics? I am not good at mathematics. As evidenced by uh, this little tidbit from the other day, Kevin Curtis Allen is, is pointing out to me that my math is terrible. Joe, I can't believe you've done it again. 2001. That's not 10 years ago. The Fellowship of the Rings was 20 years ago. You did it again. 10 years. Oh, Joe, 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 Joe. Your memory. Anyway, Merry Christmas, my friend. Enjoy. Merry Christmas to you, Kevin Curtis Allen, my UK correspondent. Thank you so much for for pointing that out to me. You are always good for a kind critique, right? Well, there we go. Today is National Mathematics Day, and obviously, I can't do simple math. I can't tell 20 years from 10 years apart. There you go. There you go. Happy National Mathematics Day. And today is National Date Nut Bread Day. If you like date nut bread, well, today's the day to celebrate, right? So National Cookie Exchange Day, National Short Person Day, National Forefathers Day, Mathematics Day, and National Date Ned Date Ned Date Nut Bread Day. So I read this story the other day about eighty thousand bees in a wall, and uh, it kind of struck my it kind of struck my interest because I remember when I was a kid we had bees in the wall, and I remember when I'd go to turn on the lights, which I could hear them buzzing there and buzzing there in the in the interior of the wall, and it kind of freaked me out a bit. So this, this spark, this little story sparked my memory about that. And I don't, I can't remember how we got rid of the bees, but I think there are thousands of bees back there behind, behind our wall. I think my dad called a bee person in whatever professional bee removal place or whatever it might be. But anyway, uh, this struck my interest. So I wanted to take a peek at this story. And again, I don't have the, the, the attribution here or even where I, where I picked the story up. I just have the text. So I need to do better at that. Give credit where credit is due for the publication and the person. Florida couple hired a professional to remove a hive of about 80,000 bees living in the wall behind their bathroom shower. According to news reports, the St. Petersburg homeowners became aware of the bees while preparing to renovate the bathroom and weren't too concerned about the buzzing insects until they started coming through the cracks in the wall in November. According to a Fox 13 news report, that sounds something right out of a horror movie, doesn't it? You hear that music in the background, maybe some kind of possession movie or some kind of haunted house movie and bees are 
making their way through the cracks in the wall, coming to get you. <laughs> the couple had removed a large beehive from behind the wall several years ago while doing roof work, according to a report by the New York Times. A St. Pete beekeeper, Alicia Bixler, left thinks leftover holes from the roof job may have left a tiny entry point for bees for the bees return. Bixler helped removed 100 pounds of honey and a seven foot tall hive after prying away the bathroom tiles, 100 pounds of honey. That's unbelievable. Bixler removed the queen from the hive and was able to transport all the bees back to her farm. How's your day, honey? What a great name. What a great name for a beekeeper. How's your day, honey? The removal took about five hours and cost $800, the New York Times reported. That's not a whole lot of money if you think about it. 80,000 bees removed from the interior of your bathroom wall. Now, I'm sure some damage was done to that bathroom wall in order to get those bees out. But $800 doesn't seem like a whole lot of money to do that. I know that, like I said, we've had bees in our house uh, when I was a kid and I remember that happening. Have you ever had anything really weird in your house? Any kind of creatures? any kind of, any kind of weird animals. Uh, I once, I told you guys the story several, several weeks back. I can't remember exactly about the, about me picking up a, a albino squirrel thinking it was an albino ferret and it, it hanging out in my car all day long. <laughs> but have you ever had anything weird in your, in your house, any kind of weird animals, any kind of weird infestations? I, I remember in my house also, we had bees, we had not bees, we had ants really bad. And we would, we would like pull back behind a, the couch. I remember somehow when I was a little kid, we would pull back behind the couch and there were, I mean, just a blanket of ants and we had to put ant traps, ant traps out. And, uh, it was, it was just crazy. Have you ever had anything in your house, any kind of weird infestation? Let me know about it. Yeah. Maybe I'll, maybe you'll come in and talk about it or I'll, I'll, um, I'll talk about it here on the show, but I'd be curious to see, send me a text at 513-399-6468, 513-399-6468. And they got a hundred pounds of honey out of this thing. Now I wonder if they got to keep that honey or how that honey gets <laughs> distributed. I'm a, I'm imagining that Bixler gets to keep that honey or is that really good honey? Or does honey have to be under a more controlled environment? I don't know. I, I weed a lot of honey here in the Taylor household. Uh, I put it on, I put it on most things that would normally take sugar. Uh, I'll sprinkle some, sprinkle some honey on there, but if you keep the honey too long, it'll crystallize and you got to put it in the microwave. Remember that I've done that a couple times. I use, I use uh, Mason jars to do that. I think I've even talked to you about that before. So a hundred pounds of honey from 80,000 bees. And this, this hive was seven feet tall. How about that? That's amazing. You know what? Let's go ahead and wrap it up right there. You know, the reason I do the show is because I love talking to you every day. It means so much that you show up for this conversation. I appreciate it a lot. Believe me. And I also do the show to become a better podcaster. And you can help me with that. You certainly can by giving me a kind critique, just like our UK correspondent, Kevin Curtis Island. Um, he is, he pulls no punches when he finds, when he hears something, He's sure to point it out to me, and I certainly appreciate that. I do. Kevin, I will try to do better at math going forward. Actually, Kevin does a um, does a, a neat podcast. He does a podcast called uh, That Florida Podcast. He's just starting that off. And he also does a podcast 
called a Brit's Guide to DVC Points. I think that's the name of it. And I'm, I'm sorry, Kevin, I don't have it right here in front of me, but I promise you, I promise you, I will put, I will put both of those links in today's show notes. So thank you so much for the kind critique, Kevin Curtis Allen. And you can give me a kind critique if you would. 513-399-6468 is my text message, or you can send me an email, joe at thesimplejoe.com, joe at thesimplejoe.com. Coming up to Christmas, right? Remember, memories are better than stuff. I'm going to leave it at that. You know what that means. You know what to do about it. You know to spend time with the people who love you and the people who you love because memories are better than stuff. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you and I love you, but not in a weird way. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care.